0: everyone and welcome to the ninth edition of ground control it's with great pleasure today that i have andrew alcock the ceo of hub 24 one of the best performing platforms in the marketplace if not the best and he's going to share some of his understandings of what's actually happening in the market as we go through this rather unusual black swan event with COVID-19. Andrew, thanks very much for your time today. I know you're a very busy man, particularly during uh, reporting season. I think you've just released results. So congratulations there. Um, Andrew, for the people in the street, how do you actually uh, describe a platform and what a platform does?
1: I think the analogy I'll use, Graeme, and thank you firstly for having us and for your kind opening remarks. Um, Maybe the best one uh, is to think about uh, a supermarket and so I might think about that uh, I want to buy lots of product lots of different things I used to go to the butcher I used to go to the baker I used to go to the the greengrocer I used to go to the supermarket now I can go to one place I take my trolley down the aisles and I can pick up bits and pieces it's the same uh, in terms of an investment con- context there's different products you need to buy with maybe shares or managed funds or different investments or cash products or even life insurance you might want to get them in the one spot and pay for them with one amount at the end of the process so you fill your trolley up go to the checkout and then you, you pay for the goods same from an investing point of view it's about how do you get access to the things you need in one place how do you get the one set of reporting or the one receipt uh, and even if you think about online shopping taking it a step further you can see your history you can get all sorts of information so maybe a supermarket is an interesting for a platform into a one-stop to buy all the different things you need easily without having to go to multiple places and and faff around with what you need to get.
0: I suppose that simplicity is a very, very important part of that. And tax-wise too, you do tax reporting as well. Oh,
1: obvious question. Tax reporting... um, simplicity is really important if you want to retire comfortably you need to have peace of mind as well as being able to have the access to the right investments and products so having one report that explains to you where you sit what your balance is what your tax outcomes are all those sorts of things to work with you and your advisor that's exactly what a platform does so uh, it's about giving you a one-stop shop with all the things you need financially product-wise investment-wise to help you get to, to meet your objectives
0: yeah just recently you, you being an asx listed company you announced your results which were were great uh, but uh, i noticed in your presentations to the market you talked about the role platforms are going to play in the future would you like to share with um, with our advisors and uh, and their clients uh, some of the things that you see that um, platforms will evolve to
1: oh there's heaps of opportunities and i think um I'll open up by saying a platform if you think of it as a hub and we're called hub 24 and how it can integrate and work with other products or services I think is the way we view it so um, going back to the supermarket analogy used to take the products off the shelves platforms now are actually helping make some of the products so in some cases we're unwrapping an old structure which might have been a managed fund and we're helping uh uh, investment managers or licensees and others build managed portfolios so we're getting involved in packaging the ingredients up which in one sense creates more transparency for the client. You get to see what's on the label or what's in the product. You get to actually see the benefits of each of those things and have different tax outcomes. So we're actually creating value by using technology to reimagine how that supermarket or a platform might have worked. So that's one simple example, and I know that's technical a managed portfolio from a client's perspective, but in other senses, you think about a platform as being somewhere where you hold your money or your assets, and we look after that for you. Um, could a platform be a data platform could it be an integration suite where we don't actually hold your assets as much or we hold some assets on the platform but we also provide integrated reporting so you may have shares outside of a platform you may have other assets but you want to see it in one place so how do we give you a whole of wealth portal by using data and assets and custody to get a continuous experience I can go on, all sorts of things. Could you actually put inside your platform open banking data? Could you actually link that with tools that allow you to see how you're going with your budgeting? Could that information help you and your advisor sit back and think about your budget and your goals? Could a platform be a repository for all sorts of things there, a document library, a vault? Could it be the hub you go to beyond just here's where I get my investments? And yeah. That's how we think about it.
0: That's exciting, and, and I think um, as somebody who spends a lot of time each year bringing all my dividend statements and uh other information together to uh to put my returns in for my self-managed super fund uh and then do my tax as well um having one place for it all would be a really good uh really good solution for it
1: from the can be a headache you should get a great advisor
0: yeah that, that's uh, that's right uh, you know plumbers and the and their drains unfortunately that's the way it is sometimes sure. uh andrew with that um the the marketplace we're in today which is obviously a a very difficult marketplace from the point of view of um of what's going on and uh, we're, we constantly are recognizing the, the challenges our friends in in victoria of uh, are going through with lockdown but um the the pandemic has it changed the way you guys do business
1: it's certainly it's changed an awful lot of things. So certainly in terms of the way we do business with our relationships. I mean, it's nice to be here today. Uh, we haven't been able to hug or anything like that, but we're we're in a studio here having a chat. But, but the ability to get out and interact and build relationships has been an interesting challenge. I think we've done well as a society to keep doing that in our business, but it's been digital. It's been via Zoom meetings and those sorts of things. Um, we're running a platform that has 18 billion dollars of other people's money on it where we trade hundreds of millions of dollars of assets every day we're doing it from people's lounge rooms or garages or bedrooms or spare bedrooms and we're doing it very well what what i've learned is uh, how much you can actually do with a great culture in your business uh, with a passion and an alignment for what you 're trying to do it 's certainly changed how we run operationally it 's changed how we think about doing business I we 're running webinars around the country uh, and we 'd love to be doing road shows face to face and hiring a venue and and you know catering and that kind of thing but we 're doing it far more cheaply and I think some of our clients and some advisors are welcoming that change as well it 's quite interesting to see how we're adopting that and whether that becomes a new normal or not uh, and how you thrive in that environment building relationship with less proximity Um, but absolutely it's changed everything we do
0: so uh, obviously one of the most important areas that um, uh, come to mind is obviously cyber security and um, and as we, rem- we work remotely um you guys are, are, are um, like a vault as you one of the words you used earlier as it is uh having staff work remotely has it changed some of the ways you've had to deal with things there as well
1: uh look we're, we're pretty fortunate we've got a great team and we've got a great technology set up so rolling people at home was just a matter of taking their desktop or their laptop at home uh, and using the same gateway so all of our technology was enabled for remote uh, working with the same level of security whether it be trading assets, whether it be call centres and so forth. So whilst you're not there with your team, uh, we're using technology to keep track of what's going on um, you know we can tell uh, that, you know we, we see from our workflow who's doing what and we're on top of the job for our clients so it's not really been an issue. We had to make sure software setup was okay but for us it's been fairly seamless. We're very fortunate, it hasn't been the case for everyone but um, from our perspective cyber security hasn't had an issue. There's been an interesting increase in You've heard about it in the press about people trying to impersonate clients and fraud and those sorts of things we've picked up on those uh, absolutely on the spot uh where you've had people trying to maximize the situation without missing a beat so from our perspective control and security has been paramount and stable
0: fantastic um obviously with when you see um, black swan events like we've gone through with with covid um, and the markets were falling in in, uh, in um, march and april Uh, Did your platform see an enormous amount of money go out the door at that time or were people reasonably um, settled with and understood what was going on?
1: What I think is interesting about this event is that I've seen more stability and more robustness than we've seen in other events whether it be GFC or other, other matters like that where yes we've seen trading volumes increase and that was a function of rebalancing portfolios whether investment managers or advisors were taking action for their clients we saw massive amounts of trading, you know, 10, 20 times volumes in terms of trading in the market. Um, And we did that as a technology platform straight through without any missing of deadlines and so forth. So that's what we've seen is rebalancing. We've seen a move to more defensive assets and then we've seen that pick up again. So people putting money into cash because of volatility and waiting for the right time to invest back in the market. We've seen those sorts of things. So increases in cash balances. We've not seen a lot of exit and that surprised me. And I think that's a credit to the way our industry and the way it advi- advises and their relationships with clients ha- has matured over time. If you've got a great relationship with your client, they understand that these things will happen. You've prepared them for the fact that, that it's investing for the long term and they're quite comfortable knowing, okay, we're going through an event, we just stick to the long term strategy. I think there's a remarkable difference this event than previously and so we've not seen a lot of, a lot of outflow at all. Yeah. But we've seen people being happy and understanding the process and, and feeling more secure than ever.
0: Yeah, it does feel different. There's no doubt it feels uh, feels different. The th- as we move out of COVID um, into a post-COVID world, and we'll, hopefully we've got a, a vaccine which allows us to um, to be a, a little more out and about and seeing people and travelling and all those sorts of things. Do you think it's going to change the way that Hub 24 does business going forward?
1: Uh, look, I, I do think that some of the things we've learned are useful for us. We would have been entrenched in a pattern of this is the way you do things. Um, even though we're a very innovative company and we're less likely to, to put up with the status quo, the whole idea of, you know, you need to have people come to the office to do things and if, if you're coming from uh, a long way away and you have to leave home at 4.30 to start reconciling bank accounts at 5.30 in the morning, <laughs> why would you do that to valuable employees if you can do it remotely and you've proven that? So, um, you, you know, it, Will digital be a medium of choice for our clients and advisors? I know some advisors whose customers are happy to have their face-to-face meetings through a computer screen now, and they're loving it. It's faster, it's more convenient. So I think there will be learning from this in the way we do business. What I think is really important for all of us in business is, though, how do you build culture, how do you build... Uh, affinity and passion in a business if you're not working with people and that's what we have to get right so so i'm really wanting to make sure that the culture that's helped us work in a remote environment helps us continue to do that in the future so there's a challenge for all of us you've got to build culture and relationship um and, and that's a new normal for us it's a, a new horizon for us yeah
0: look that's uh, that's certainly one of the challenges i've i've got to take check sometimes uh being a, an old person um Uh, I've got to make sure I don't think about um, the old paradigms and and lock into those. Uh, One of the challenges I do see, which you've quite rightly pointed out, is one where that spontaneous interaction that you have when you're in an office and face to face with people where you've got ideas that you need to chat, particularly in the creative areas and marketing and new product development and those sorts of areas. it it loses a little bit when you're actually in this remote scenario because it's most of the time people will actually make a time for a meeting to discuss something and it loses that spontaneity and it loses that cultural um, uh, development of relationships that's actually there but i'm sure we will we will find ways to deal with that as we go forward Um, we talked a little bit earlier before we started our session today about the potential impacts to um, to commercial property. Um, uh, you've got a fairly um, full floor, a couple of floors over in Macquarie Place. Um, we've got a much smaller operation here, but it seems to me like it's likely to impact um, the, uh, the commercial property area. Do you have a similar sort of feeling? Is it likely to impact?
1: Yeah, well, uh, we, we were looking at taking extra space in our premises because we're growing so rapidly. And when you challenge that paradigm about, do I need to do that? Can I have a more flexible workforce that comes in on and off? Um, so we won't, we, we're not um, pushing that button. We're not taking that extra space, and rightly so. I mean, When I walk into the office and there's 150 seats and we've got less than 20 people there yet, we're still running the business. It really makes you think about your bottom line, the efficiency in your business, and, and what else you could spend that money on or increase your profits. So if you think about that from anyone's perspective. It just makes sense Uh, and you scratch your head and go why didn't i think of this before so we've got premises all around the country where we're we're changing our leases we've exited one uh, in sydney that's not our main premises Um, and i think it it will will fundamentally change the shape of that for all of us and i I think that's a good thing Hmm. Um, it may not be good for uh, commercial property owners but um, from the point of view of small businesses and medium businesses large businesses it's helping us reshape the economics
0: yeah wow it's uh, certainly going to be an interesting time from that perspective. You and I have been around the industry for a long time and known each other for a long time. Um, back in the, in '91, the recession we had to have the Paul Keating Banana Republic um, um, process. Um, there were certainly some winners out of that. Do you see, as we uh, deal with the recession now, there are likely to be uh, any winners out of the out of the process, or are we all
1: going to be losers? Um, uh, Graham, I, I, I don't. It's hard to pick, it doesn't feel like doom and gloom and I'm not living in Victoria, or I'm not in a curfew, um, but uh, I think that you can already see that if you're running or uh, well, it depends how you define winning, if winning is building relationships, if winning is sowing the seeds for the future I think people are winning already it may not be translating into financial results but if you're a financial advisor and you're building a relationship with your customers and you're doing the right thing by them you're actually winning yeah. in a marketplace where the demand for advice is increasing and we're, we're seeing that so I see our whole industry as being somewhat insulated in terms of our activity levels investment returns might be impacted because of markets but I, th- I think our industry whether you're a platform or an advisor or a licensee there's growth the demand is there it's increasing if you look after your clients and you do the right thing you can't but win, the results might translate in the future. But I I don't feel like it's doom and gloom at the moment, never say never, but I I think we've got a hand to the plough, we can all win and be successful. Hub is growing, um, and I didn't expect that when I looked at it in March and April. Uh, I think we've all, you know, if if you've got a great business, and I encourage everyone out there who owns a business, do the right thing and you're going to win. Some people are winning already. Advisors are picking up uh, more clients and more customers who want help and need help and the stats are that the demand is growing and the stats are the supply is shrinking so i, I think we can all win uh not at the expense of others but i think if, if you're doing the right thing we can all win in this process doesn't feel like a recession to me but let's wait and see yeah look
0: it's uh, it's a little bit that what feeling from my perspective um uh we will obviously as we move out of job keeper um Uh, start to get some sort of feel for the real impact to some of those roles but the sooner that we can get victoria open um, uh, the better um, from a roles or jobs perspective um, and uh, and making sure that we manage that uh, that process appropriately but uh, then we'll see whether it uh, does have an impact
1: i've no doubt there'll be impacts in our community and i don't mean to trivialize that at all by my earlier comments there will be impact for us as a nation Um, But uh, as, as I also think there are opportunities in circumstances like this, and Australians are good at that, um let's take the opportunities we can let's support our our fellow citizens and let's work through it together
0: yeah look you you do see a lot uh, of new ideas hitting the market um protect, particularly with from a technology perspective to to deal with the the with, if you can call this the new norm of of, of doing business so um, we are a very adaptable uh, nation uh, and that becomes um, um a really important part of uh, of uh, the australian psyche um, let's just roll out a, a, um, a couple of years and and um and look through the uh through the recession um i'm always very interested to uh, to get a feel from um people personally about um about um the longer term view of of the uh advice industry Now you as i said you've been involved in the industry for a long time um how do you see um uh, advisors uh, operating do you see them being more specialized do you see them being uh, working particular segments like working with uh, the medical profession uh, do you see them um, uh, being more of a generalist but pulling the uh, the strings from the point of view of of um, um, a lawyers and accountants and other professionals bringing them in to, to working with people do you have a personal view from your perspective because you've got a lot of experience
1: Look, I see all of those models working in the right context. What I think is important is that you you need to understand, if you're an advisor, what your business model is and what you're focused on you need to do that well and appropriately you need to stick to that strategy um, i absolutely do think that the profession will continue to mature and the respect will grow and we're we, you know we're in the middle of a cycle which has been very difficult for us uh, in a broader sense so i i do think that you'll see um, the industry professionalise and there will be opportunities to specialize in particular areas and there'll be opportunities to specialize in, in particular client demographic or segments um, um, so I think um, I, I think more of the same, but better. I think uh, the opportunities are there. Uh, We need to think about how we run efficient businesses and how we tailor our services the right way for customers in in a here and now type of society where this is a long-term relationship. That's going to be very, very important. So it's about managing risk and thinking about how you look after your customers. But I think the opportunities abound all over the place. I don't see much of a difference other than us professionalising and becoming a, a better respected industry.
0: Fantastic. Look, Andrew, um, thank you very much for your time today. And thank you once again to, to Hub and the team. Um, it's a great business. A lot of our clients actually utilise Hub24 and are very happy with uh, the way that you guys actually manage that supermarket for them um, and, um, and make things life, life easier for them as well. Uh, so uh, do appreciate your time. I know as a CEO of an Australian listed company, uh, you, you've got a lot of demands on you and, and thanks for your time.
1: Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, love working with you guys here at Eastern so thank you for your time as well.
0: Thanks very much. Ladies and gentlemen uh, today we've actually had Andrew Orcock, the CEO of Hub24 um, one of the and as I said before not the best um, platform provider in Australia today and uh, we do thank him for his, uh, his time and we look forward to seeing you in our edition 10 of Ground Control coming up soon. Thank you.